welcome to your Dream Life Collective podcast hosted by me Ishita Khattar. Dream Life Collective podcast is a podcast where every week we will discuss strategies and tips on how to live your dream life. We will talk about topics like productivity, social media, fashion, lifestyle, business, motherhood and a lot more with the hope that this motivation takes you a step towards your dream life. Welcome to the 11th episode of Dream Life Collective podcast. Today's episode is going to be such a good one. It's packed with so much information and tips and strategies. I have Tejal Chopra with me today on the show and she's going to take your content creation strategy to another level and teach you how to work with Facebook and Instagram ads. She is a digital marketing strategist and an Instagram growth expert. So let's have her here on the show. Hi Tejal, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi Shita, thank you so much for having me here. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Very well, very well. So Tejal, I've given a little introduction about you, but can you tell the listeners something about you? What is it that you do? A little bit about your work? Sure, I'd love to do that. As Ishita has already told you guys, I'm a digital marketing strategist and I help business owners, solopreneurs, small business owners get online and basically increase their presence in front of the right audiences first and then convert them to money basically create impact as well as income online for this particular thing i help entrepreneurs and business owners using my favorite tools of facebook ads instagram and sales funnels like these are my three power tools that i use to help businesses scale and skyrocket wow that sounds amazing and these are such technical things for me at least like facebook ads sales funnels and i'm sure it's so technical for a lot of more people and we would love to hear a little bit about all these things, especially Facebook and Instagram ads from you. Definitely. I'd love to talk about them. They're my favorite topics of all time. But just to give a little context with respect to what a sales funnel is, because sometimes, you know, whoever's hearing it might not know what exactly it is. And even though it's such a technical term, it's, it's pretty basic when it comes to uh, the goal behind it. So a sales funnel is basically a strategy, a marketing strategy that you follow right from the beginning of getting the customer in touch with you, like from where they don't know about you to knowing you and to eventually becoming your lead and your client and customer and keeping that cycle going. So we call this procedure a funnel, but otherwise we can easily call it a sales and marketing strategy as well. Oh, wow. Okay. It's that simple. I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's why that's why I wanted to state this because funnel is it becomes a little technical as a term it's nothing technical other than that about it okay so um let's dive deep and talk a little bit about content creation strategies and you know we keep listening nowadays that content is king so what does it yeah. take to create good content According to what I've been doing uh, uh, for the last two years and a lot of research with respect to the different clients we take What I feel is content is all about balance. So there is content uh, that needs to have context with what you're talking about in terms with the audience. But other than that, just creating content around your product or service is not something that will help. Of course, the frequency of it would depend on your uh, niche as well. That is how much of what kind of content should be there. But a good, I'll say a good well-planned feed for Instagram or other channels for that matter 
should have a balance of content which is not just promotional rather promotional should be just about 20% of it and not more than that okay so this okay. is what i recommend other than that there are a few other content pillars that need to be taken care of so what i recommend is uh, for example these are the four basic content pillars one of which is of course promotional so which would not should not be more than 20% on your feed so if i'm talking about a nine uh, post grid on instagram it should not be more than one or sometimes it can be two if there is a launch or something going on but i don't recommend putting more promotional content than that specifically for service based businesses and personal brands so other than promotional what can you have like this is also a question that i get mm-hmm. so basically other than promotional you can have a good healthy mixture of educational content because that helps you establish your uh, dominant expertise on that matter so coming uh, as an expert and talking about the topic that is a pain point for your ideal audience helps create that uh, image that you want to create in that particular field so that helps for sure other than that having social proof as a portfolio content really really helps because when a new person is coming to your feed they don't know about you they don't trust you yet but they do trust other individuals who are talking about you so seeing comments from people people wearing for example if it's a fashion uh, label different kind of people wearing your outfits it creates a trust in them people messaging you about your services and you putting that out as a screenshot of how you've helped other humans this helps the new people who are coming to your account create a good connect with you so social right. proof by the use of portfolio content is huge and it can help uh, amazingly well i'll say uh, these could no, be no, testimonials no. as well from uh, customers yeah, who already t- used your products and customer uh, interactions of course testimonials are a big part of it okay okay so other than that you can also like if you are a personal brand or a, a service based business you can also have a mixture a good healthy mixture of certain personal motivational and inspirational content out there which is not super generic it's more related to your story and how you become what you are doing and how you got started could be related to certain things in your personal life that uh, molded and shaped your career it's it's as much as you're comfortable sharing but definitely showing the person behind the brand really really helps so this is a right. context mi- mixture i would suggest is a good place to begin with which has all of these elements of course the number of feature of the, them can depend on your niche and your choice because some people are not very comfortable talking a lot about their personal uh, journeys so a little about it here and there can also help but definitely have it because it keeps it real right so uh, basically for someone uh, who has been creating content already but mm-hmm. their content strategy was um, not up to the mark and now they want to revamp their uh, strategy so the number one thing that you would advise them to do is to map out content pillars which is based on these four categories that you just mentioned right yeah but before that they should be super clear and uber clear about their ideal audience because if they are changing niches a lot of time this also happens people have been creating content for one particular kind of niche or audience and eventually they decide to diverge or maybe you know shift their niche a little or more so accordingly their ideal audience would also shift at times so if you want to create content for people you should know who you are creating it for so very important is the first step 
if you are revamping your feed or if you are restarting or starting any new business or any new profile wherein you'll be sharing a lot of content be it youtube be it instagram pinterest whatever platform you choose you should know who it is that you want to talk to we are your content on that platform so that's that's uber important you know so that's it happened to me just now uh i used to talk a lot about beauty and lifestyle on my instagram page i also have a youtube channel so and suddenly mm-hmm. i had my baby and now i started like you know putting in mother and baby related content so like my audience is so i mean they're not responding as well as they used to earlier because they were used to like a certain kind of uh, Uh, post from me and now suddenly i'm including baby and baby toys and baby food so i i totally mm-hmm. get it what you're talking about it's so important to define your ideal customer uh, avatar yeah. it's uh, it's the uh, number one thing that anyone who's starting out should do in my opinion yes definitely and you know it will pivot so sometimes what we think is that okay what if it changes tomorrow it's okay if it changes tomorrow but you should be clear about what is it now and what is it going to change to tomorrow because otherwise your messaging will not convey it so your website if you're designing one you should have that in mind when you're creating that you should have that in mind when you are replying to someone over in dms because otherwise if we confuse our messaging with with which we are talking to people they get a very mixed message which is not what we want to send out so right, it's very right. important i agree totally with you ushika completely <laughs> so um i think i strongly believe in planning out my weekly content you know my process of yeah. content planning is that i sit down each sunday and i write down what my goal for that week is like if i'm supposedly promoting my one on one coaching or if i'm promoting something else i can write that down and then i plan out my content accordingly so can you take us through your content planning process surely i can do that so it's slightly different for me as compared to our clients some of the clients that we take for instagram growth services my team handles most of the content for them but the strategy behind creating that plan somewhat remains the same so what i do is i prefer creating a monthly plan than creating a weekly one as well because i used to do the weekly thing but sometimes it just miss it out as well because sundays are like okay tomorrow is monday and now i'm going to go all busy so i prefer uh, before the next month starts just to have an idea of the theme of what i want to keep uh, for that month overall it's not that every post will be related to that but if i'm talking some specific mini training on stories it might be related to something i post in that month and so that it it, it remains cohesive yet not boring that the same day i'm posting that the same day i'm talking about it the same day i'm talking just about that topic but i have that cohesive uh, thing because if i talk about it on stories i can share, send people to the post that i did probably which is a detailed thing on on the same topic it could be in that fashion so what i do is i plan out a theme for my month and i write down what i'm launching what is happening what free thing i want to launch so that i have a clarity as to what kind of content can i create around it for example last month i launched my daily instagram checklist so i wanted to create some content that revolved around that so that i can send that to people organically and not just be in their faces that okay this is what i'm talking about but this is what i'm uh, giving you for free as a lead magnet so just to create that cohesiveness i plan it out just before the month starts so that i'm all set for it and in that i'll just write down what is it that i want to cover specifically weekly not in super super detailed fashion there when i'm planning the month 
but just to like you're not detailing out what each post or what each story is going to be but you're giving out just like uh, an idea like you know this day i'll probably talk about this i'll just giving out different themes to each day and yeah i i do that uh, like before the month starts like just like month. you said giving out a theme and an idea of okay this uh, this is the igtv that i want to put out this week so likewise i'll just brief it out first and then the weekly thing i do like you which is basically sitting down and planning for the entire week and maybe if i have to write something if i have to repurpose some content that is already on there what do i need to change what are the call to actions that i can give so i try to plan it out a uh, like as much as it's possible some things are can be on the go as well specifically when it comes to stories and i keep to, i like to keep it that way because stories are very uh, real and very on the spot kind of things as well so keeping them in the moment makes it fun for me and these days right. i just started experimenting with reels so that's that's yet to be a part of my content cal- calendar officially it's just something i'm playing with Oh my god you know with Instagram I'm just going crazy because you have to create so much content like there's your posts there are your stories then IGTV now reels like you know you're just like creating content consistently so yeah, uh, one absolutely. thing you just mentioned uh, repurposing content do you think we should repurpose content and is it like a good strategy because otherwise uh, what most people end up doing in my opinion is just get into this content creation rut and uh, mm-hmm. don't know how to repurpose their content effectively so uh, do you advise people to repurpose their content that they've already created previously yes definitely i recommend repurposing for multiple reasons a you have you have to do so many things like every single day and every single week and it's not possible for you to churn out content at that kind of a speed that we are expected to secondly a lot of people who are there connected with you on one platform may be different from the people who are connected with you on the other platforms and thirdly even on instagram i've done so much content like a year ago which people who just started following me probably 2 3 months ago have not seen so right. i want to bring that out again in front of them that doesn't mean that i'll just copy it i'll keep the theme central to it i may change a few things that have happened but repurposing it can really help me get an idea of where to get started and for others to be informed of the same things because it is important sometimes you know some people have already seen my content also but they need to be given those reminders to start doing it and that is also how repurposing can help them so it's like twofold it helps you as well as it helps your audience so you just have to make sure of a few things when you're repurposing so that it is not too obvious and it's not out there across on three platforms on the same day right can you give us you might an have, example uh, of how you repurpose yeah. one piece of content sure sure i'd love to do that for example my raw content is generally created for my youtube videos and my instagram posts so like these are the two main content places that i begin with so what i do for off my youtube videos is sometimes if it's if it's uh, synchronous to what my instagram should say i would post the same video edited in a different fashion and post the same video on instagram after some time because the audiences are different and the timelines are different so say if i posted something on youtube uh, that went out a month ago then after probably 4 5 weeks it will come out on igtv as well 
that is one type of doing that i've also started playing with it a little as to now what i do is i create an audiogram of a 2 to 3 minute snippet of my youtube video which independently of course makes sense but it's like a part of the whole puzzle so that i'll put it out on my igtv and if people want they can go and watch my full video on youtube so it's like a part of that it's repurposed into it but uh, it's independent information as well so if someone doesn't want to go it's not it's not empty for them it, they can gain something out of it so that's that's fun other than that i definitely uh, as to what i've told in those uh, videos youtube videos or igtv videos that i do separately i pick out uh, quotations from that and topic ideas from that as well because sometimes i say um, say something in a line which can later be elaborated upon so i make up a post of that particular thing so likewise i can repurpose multiple different types of content from just one single piece and right now to be very honest i'm not utilizing the complete aspect of it because i've shorthanded <laughs> like i'm doing it uh, like a lot of stuff i do myself i do have a team that uh, do, does some of my stuff but more often i have the team for clients work than my my own so i'm not doing effective blogging right now and i know my content can be repurposed beautifully into a blog as well so that's something that is on the cards but and i can recommend to anyone who is already started uh, doing youtube or videos or opposite even if even if you've done a blog post that can be converted to a video so this is like it's just about thinking and you can actually repurpose content into multiple different types of pieces that was so helpful that what you just said the tips that you've given they're so helpful and it's so smart to repurpose content in my opinion instead of just always thinking of coming out with new ideas and new content topics and all it's a good way Absolutely. to like mix up your content and pick up something that you've done a couple of months back and you know pick up quotes and repurpose that into an instagram post or something like that definitely and i think people want to hear it as well so some people are like for example i posted something which was synchronous to what i've said in stories before about having hashtags and not having hashtags in bio and someone actually commented that on my latest post saying that i saw you say this like a while back and i did it then someone said i've heard you say that but i've not done it before today i'll go and do it so it was okay. such an eye opening thing for me that it's not just repurposing that's helping me but it's helping people rem- get that reminder and reminder. when they've done it that long time ago it's like an accomplishment for them that they've implemented it and that's such a big step towards anything right right that totally makes sense so you know um, i do one on one coaching for instagram and i've seen so many accounts who have audited don't have yeah. a strategy for content creation could you tell mm-hmm. us some strategies as to how to create good content consistently yes of course uh, starting with it like i told you first thing is of course know who you're talking to second is know what are their pain points because your content will head, help address their pain points in multiple ways and that doesn't mean that surprisingly it doesn't mean that you only can educate them on things which are super specific to just for example if i'm talking about instagram i talk about instagram and you talk about instagram so if we create content just for educating people on instagram that's not enough and that's not required even we can add on a few things that might help break our ideal audiences barriers when it comes to other things for example showing up is one thing that people face a lot of problems with showing up on stories 
and that's not specific <laughs> specifically just for instagram as a platform it's for life in general because honestly i've become way more confident after doing stories and after doing videos than i was ever before even in real life i struggle with that so, so much i can't even tell you to show up on yeah. stories <laughs> Yes, we tend to get so conscious. So there was a time when I was like, "Oh my God, I have to dress up to be on stories." And now it's just like I can be in my even night suit and talk about it in front of my stories. So I think that's not just for the story point of view, but it's changed me as a person as I'm more comfortable being me, if even if it's in my night suit. So that has helped me. So wow, I so- wish I get that kind of confidence sometime. Oh, you you rock your stories. Even I saw your latest reel. It's so cool. with just getting the hang of it <laughs> of course yes. i i completely agree it's been 3 days of continuously creating reels for me and i'm like what more can i experiment with because i i do i i have never used tiktok like that before same same here so this is a new welcome change that is nice so yeah yeah it's nice, nice and it you know keeps shaking us up every time like you know you need to get out of the rut and uh start creating different kind of content for different kind of platforms so that's like a good uh shake yes, for us of course <laughs> definitely yeah sorry so coming back to the point what we were discussing like i was saying <laughs> showing up on stories is one part of it like for example showing up in life it has helped me but otherwise if people who i know face a problem investing in themselves and that is stopping them from making a change be it changing their business with respect to instagram like if they are my ideal audience be it creating some other change in their life could be related to personal development or etc it could be xyz so if that is a barrier in their mind and not i say i've seen a lot of women feel that way they do hardly ever invest in themselves when it comes to that and it's so difficult for them to trust that okay this is going to give me something so with you know i've that seen that uh, sorry sorry to cut you in the middle but mm. this is one thing that i've noticed more in india that you know people yeah. are very hesitant about investing in themselves and i yes. just don't understand why is that i completely agree and that's why i feel that creating something that can help our audience come out of that also would help like we were talking about what is the best way of creating content it's the best way is to begin by knowing their pain points and struggles and not just directly to your niche but indirectly to your uh, to what you do something which is not even related to what you do but can eventually help them take some step forward in their journey so knowing them creating content around the struggles and pain points so, so that you can directly or indirectly address them and help them make a change help them create something for them that's a great place to begin with and then of course asking people this becomes all the more easy as well so if you have an engaged audience for example if i'm talking about any profile here if you guys have an engaged audience even if it's not super engaged start creating that engagement yourself go on your stories ask people what is it that they're facing a problem with for example if you are if you are someone who is a youtuber and helps people build and and grow their youtube channels then you can go and talk about uh, what are the struggles that people might have when it comes to youtube put out polls of what is a bigger problem in their universe is it editing is it creating video is it the type of video is it giving audio is it search engine optimization for youtube 
so ask them about what is their problem you could leave a question sticker but if you want to start with polls are a great option leave them a few polls on what exactly is the problem that they're facing you can leave a question sticker for them to elaborate on their problem so this is one way of asking from your audience directly what is their pain point so that you can create content around that and eventually you can actually create products and services around that as well so that's right that's such part. a great point yeah so content creation has to be on the basis of uh, definitely what you want to tell but should come from what people want than going the other way around right so um uh, do you batch content i mean uh, do you create like a number of posts in one sitting and then you know schedule it throughout the week something like that yeah yeah definitely and i recommend doing that as well completely because otherwise uh, if you are going on instagram every single day and deciding what to post typing it out adding it manually it will not only take you a lot of time and effort but sometimes it gets missed sometimes as soon as you open instagram for doing something you see something else and you are into a rabbit hole of something else <laughs> altogether so that happens to me so many times time. yeah just for doing that it's like so so much time we spend on instagram just for that when it can be used for something for something more effective and you don't even need to be on instagram every single day to grow on instagram like every single minute of the day i'll say you can be for each day of 10 15 minutes and that's good enough so that will happen only if we can batch create and then schedule content and that is how i think you can plan it out more effectively as well because otherwise if we have some idea in mind and then we go and decide the caption every day independently honestly i would miss out on a lot of posts because so many things keep on happening every single day that it it it's bound to get down on my priority list you know so that's one reason why uh, that's one reason why i schedule my posts in advance because you know i spend more time thinking about captions and more particularly hashtags when i'm sitting in one yeah. go and batching out uh, scheduling content rather than every morning i open instagram and you know think of what to write some days you just don't feel Simply. like so it's and such a good if we are in a hurry yeah yeah please go ahead Uh, no so i was just saying that so many times like i tend to miss out on so many things because i'm in a hurry yeah. and you know um i forget to add what i actually wanted to talk about because just want to get done with it so it's a very yeah, good habit to get absolutely into. definitely i completely Would agree you? and you can also miss out on like like you said hashtags so if we are in the moment we are running short of time we'll just post it and use copy and paste any paste any hashtags that we are we've used before or what we whatever we have access to immediately without giving it a thought without it being coming from a strategic point of view and likewise we can mess up with the messaging that we want to convey we might even not uh, add a good call to action with, which will drive engagement so it's good if we can sit in peace and plan it out and then of course scheduling scheduling is like takes off the load completely so that helps right you know i attended your hashtag uh, webinar which was organized by hustle post academy it was so helpful i believe you have a hashtag uh, course that is live right now if i'm not mistaken could you yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, would you want to tell the audience a little bit about that because i'm sure everyone needs help with hashtags sure so sure, i'd love to uh, so basically hashtags 101 is the name of the mini course that i've created which is all exclusive about instagram hashtags and how to make the most of them to get maximum reach 
and engagement and of course followers as well because organically if you need to get followers the two ways to do that and to get quality followers i'm rephrasing it here <laughs> is to use the correct hashtags and then engage these are the two things that can work organically really really well so if you want to make the most of hashtags doing so strategically will help because otherwise we hear so much noise about okay three hashtags to post four to post if i'm posting something in which i am decked up i'll just say makeup i'll just say love in the morning i'll just say uh, friday morning like that some hashtags which are so generic will have 60 million posts around that even hashtag entrepreneur i believe has 80 million or something of that sort so it's like using these hashtags is not doing you any good it's just taking up hashtag space in your caption so what i feel is if you want to use hashtags there should be a strategy behind it so that you can get that engagement from all of the content that you're creating anyways for your feed so that's like an added kick that you can do to get new people new eyeballs over on your profile so definitely one should make the most of it and that's why i recommend using the hashtags on one cause for that because in that i cover uh, like you were talking about the webinar that i did for hpa in a similar fashion it, it is strategically created to give you every next step that you need to take to batch create your even here it's just one time that you do the strategic work and then you are set because you will just have to test so that's how i recommend doing it right i highly recommend the hashtag 101 course to anyone who is listening and who needs help with hashtags because tejal gives out specific strategies on how to come up with a hashtag bank and that's so helpful it's just like a one time job that you do like you know once in 3 months or 4 months and you know you're good to go for like a long period of time so you should definitely check that out thank you so much for that recommendation that was so sweet of you thank you <laughs> So with that let's uh, talk about Facebook and Instagram ads that's like the elephant in the room and <laughs> I am so scared of running ads on my platform so even I would do uh, well with that if you could tell us a little bit about Facebook and Instagram ads Sure I'd love to it's one of my other favorite topics after Instagram <laughs> organic in general Uh, so with respect to facebook and instagram ads basically the goal is to reach the right person that you want to they are that strategic they help you get in front of the person who is your ideal audience without spending any extra money on anything else so it's basically you're paying facebook or instagram facebook is the parent company of both so i'll refer it to facebook ads only but instagram is a placement to it so that's like that's like a subset inside of facebook ads So when it comes to Facebook ads you can uh, with the targeting with the age group with the location with every parameter that's available you can laser eye tell Facebook that okay spend my money to go in front of these people and that is the benefit of it because originally thinking about marketing ha- how it's already always been like with billboard marketing and pamphlets and all of that stuff which is effective i'm not saying it's not but if we put up a billboard thinking that okay maybe a ideal audience will view it we don't have any control over who will see it and who will not a lot of other people will also see it for sure but we cannot ensure that even our ideal audience will see it so even though it's a great way to uh, showcase and create a brand presence for bigger brands because they have those kind of budgets specifically for small kind of businesses i feel that facebook ads can be much more strategic to the point and will have you invest way less 
as compared to what other things you have to do to reach such a big audience because here the goal is not to reach a big audience it's it's more about reaching the right audience so that is what facebook and instagram help you accomplish because over 1 billion people even if i'm talking about instagram over 1 billion people are using it every single month and now it's 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 on the increase because of the current <laughs> pandemic because everyone is online even someone who hasn't used it before or wasn't very uh, regular with using it is now on the platform so reaching them becomes all the more easier right right so yeah. um for this for the purpose of for someone who's uh, wanting to run facebook or instagram ads i think uh, you need to define your ideal customer persona to identify who you're targeting am i right yes exactly because if you have that audience directly in mind you have already done the work when it comes to content creation for instagram and you have that persona then it becomes very easy for you to go and target those people those age groups when it comes to facebook ads if you don't have if you haven't created that i recommend you create that before you start running ads because otherwise you won't know who is it that you want to reach and who you are spending money on so that's that's why it's super important if you know your persona before you begin with ads on any platform right. not just facebook and instagram right so would you recommend yeah. running ads for an account uh, or would you recommend growing organically what is your preferred way so this is like a strategy and a very important secret that i'm sharing with you today ishita <laughs> it's that i recommend i recommend i absolutely recommend running and using a dual strategy guys if you want to grow your account with getting in front of the right audience and a little fast then i recommend using both of them independently each of them won't help you that much doing the content and the organic aspects of it would still help you in some way but doing ads independently won't help you for growing an account on instagram and i'll tell even you for why. someone you... who needs more followers and not specifically for someone who's looking at you know increasing their sales even for followers i recommend running a, like having a dual strategy would help you accelerate the growth it's not that you can of course choose your budgets and you can play with what you want to do but why do i recommend this i'll i'm coming to just that only that specifically if i'm talking about content and organic it will help you grow it will help you connect everything but it's just slower with how the platform has transformed it will impact you positively but it will take time to go there and reach the place that you want to when it comes to doing only ads and not doing content that you then you are spending that money on getting people over on your profile but you're not converting them not you're not engaging with them so they might unfollow you they might not engage with you they might not create that connect that you want to create with them so that is why the organic aspects of it are super important because otherwise you won't be able to get anything from them even if it's a like or a comment which is like basic conversion if i'm talking about if you want to get a like comment inquiry lead sale anything you need to have content strategic content there for people to gain from and engage you have to give value but otherwise with with using ads you can just accelerate the entire process and make it faster because you can target the exact audience that you want to run ads to and that's the best part about it so i i never recommend uh, buying followers utilizing bots for that matter but running paid strategic ads 
is a good way to accelerate it specifically if you are someone who's planning to launch something and would want more of the right eyeballs on your profile then definitely utilizing ads for uh, increasing that and getting more of the right eyeballs with a comparatively shorter duration of time is better like both of them right together. that Again, that totally yeah. makes sense so for someone like me who's a beginner who's never run ads how do you suggest that we go about running ads so first here you should have this uh, clear in your mind that what is the objective of running ads is it gaining followers or bringing followers on your profile is it gaining uh, engagement or likes or comments on a post is it running ads directly to a platform or your website where you are selling something so or any blog post that you've done so what is the purpose of it what is the objective of it accordingly you can go about creating uh, that kind of an ad and i'll just give you a very simple example because i talk to a lot of different uh, kinds of niches and businesses almost on a daily basis and this is something that i know has happened to a lot of business owners they go and click on the promote button on instagram on a post in the hopes of getting more followers from that which is misaligned objectives because going and clicking on the promote button on your post won't help you get followers even if it's helping you get some followers they are not they might not be a great quality of followers so that is why it's very important if you want engagement on a post if you want more eyeballs on a specific post that you've done maybe it's for a launch maybe it's something you want more people to see in that specific post then going and clicking the promote button is okay because it will garner you that attention people will like it definitely likes are the maximum benefit that you get out of promoting but other than that people reach out to you at times and uh, people will save your post if it's like a content based post that will help them eventually it might if it's an entertaining post if they might share it a lot so you will get different kinds of engagement from it but maximum what you get is likes and something which you get very less out of promoting a post is getting followers because thinking of it from a consumer perspective if we go over on instagram and we scroll through our feed we see a lot of sponsored ads in between right it's very very rare that we will actually go to their profile and then they would we would follow up them what we'll do maximum is we'll double tap if it's super interesting to us we want to come back to it we might save that ad if it's interesting and even i to rarely i i don't even leave a comment on on ads specifically same here so it's more like double tapping <laughs> maximum yeah. you double tap so that is why we don't do the extra effort so the money that you're spending there is going just for the engagement and the views for that particular thing so think about it from that perspective if your objective is gaining followers then i i highly recommend run it via facebook ads manager and not by clicking on the promote button even for engagement getting engagement across on facebook or instagram posts you can go through the facebook ads manager but some people find clicking on the promote button easier so that's okay that's no harm in that but for running ads to gain the right kind of audience as your followers i highly recommend running ads through facebook ads manager on instagram stories that's it Right. That's what I do. Yeah. That that was that was quite insightful. Um. So Tejal, what are the kinds of ads that do well? Is it like image ads do well, or video ads, or carousel ads? What, according to you, um, gets the right kind of attention from people? 
okay ishita it's it's very uh, like the answer to this one is very different because it depends on the kind of niche it is so for example if it's an e-commerce business and you're selling something like apparel or if you're selling something which is uh, if in the niches of like in in apparel itself if it's jewelry if it's clothing if it's footwear and all of these sort of things then you might have seen a lot of carousel ads work really well because you show people more than one product at a time and that's why it performs really well but if you were talking about uh, followers i would definitely recommend video story ads for gaining the right kind of audience they work the best but other than that to everyone i would recommend whatever you're trying out with respect to your ads definitely give a try to video along with doing all of others because what will happen is that when once you start running ads you can actually test it something that's working well for my business might not work well for your audience and your business so i recommend if you're running ads to any any sales page any landing page any website run multiple types of ads and test if you're running ads just for instagram followers you don't need to do the testing because i'm telling you you run video story ads only because that's what what will help you but other than that for everything else with respect to ads and digital marketing i recommend test it out for your audience and niche because things might be completely different for other kinds of businesses even you know it things can vary from one apparel brand to another apparel brand based on who they are targeting and what kind of apparel they are selling so likewise test it out but uh, and specifically with videos too some people think that okay graphics and images are enough but videos are a great great way of getting the right kind of uh, results that you want from your ads so never forget to test out videos and how they are performing for you keep testing keep scaling on the basis of what's working and keep shutting off whatever's not working so that you're not spending money on something which is not giving you results wow can't believe you've given so much information this is <laughs> this is really gold and uh, i think we can go on and on about facebook ads because it's just like a wide topic we can have like an entire mm. series or like a webinar on that but that's for Definitely. some other time this is probably just for someone who's starting out running and testing ads uh, this was just to give a little bit of insight to them uh, so with that tejal i'm going to ask you my last question which i ask uh, everyone who's uh, going to be on the show could you tell us okay. top 3 books that have changed your life could be uh, either professionally or even personally okay uh, personally the first is the secret by ronda bain because that's something uh, that has helped me like really helped me specifically when times get tough i've uh, remained grounded with respect to the law of attraction so i i really like that and i started reading it i think when i was in my ninth standard the first time i read that read it then and it has helped me through my uh, through my education as well as uh, my college and everything that i've done so that's something that i loved even i am like a big believer in the law of attraction and manifestation yeah, that's so that so sounds pretty. really good Yes. So, what are the other two books? Yeah, professionally would be this book, uh, which is Expert Secrets by uh, Russell Brunson. It's related to becoming an expert in a niche. It's related to building a funnel, and he talks about a lot of stuff in there, which has helped me in my business journey specifically. And sometimes, you know, when that 
uh, fear kicks in that then also it's it's really helped so it's it's nice i would definitely recommend that the third is my absolute favorite is the harry potter series from when i was a kid <laughs> i still like it i still whenever i want i get time whenever i want to just pick on and read a few things because i've already read it multiple times now i definitely like going back to it and in that also the first one is my favorite the sorry the first one yeah philosopher stone wow you're a big uh, potter fan <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like a good, a decent enough Potter fan, I'll say. But uh, yeah, the book collection is one of my favorites. Not the movies; I've not even seen all of them. But the book collection, for sure. Wow! So uh, that was so helpful, Tejal. Thank you so much for being on the show. And it thank was you for inviting me. It was pleasure talking to you and get such good insights from you. You're clearly an expert in your field. thank you so much thank you so much for all the kind words it has really been so cool chatting with you and i was looking forward to this podcast recording that we just did and i had so much fun thank you same here same here could you tell the audience where they can find you your instagram handle your youtube channel i'll of course leave all the links in the show notes but could you just tell them uh, for their sure, ego preference sure. Awesome, I'll do that. So, guys, you can reach out to me on Instagram at Tejal Chopra, on YouTube at Tejal Chopra, and if you want to get connected with me, you can simply go to my website, and there are multiple things we do, which are all there, and that is also TejalChopra dot com. So, it becomes very simple for you to remember. Great! Wow, that was amazing. It was like a free webinar, guys. So much information. I hope you were taking notes. Don't forget to reach out to Tejal in case you need help with Instagram or Facebook ads. That's all for this episode today. Links to all social media, Tejal and mine would be in the episode notes. So don't forget to follow us. For those of you who want some inspiration regarding what content to put out on Instagram, I have a free download for you. It gives you ideas for an entire month and you can use it irrespective of your industry. Don't forget to download that. I'll see you in my next episode. Thank you for listening to your Dream Life Collective podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you could rate this podcast and leave a review. Also, please share this podcast with your friends. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. I'll see you in my next episode.